Welcome everybody to another episode of the Anti Asylum. And today's episode, guys, uh, we're just gonna do anti talks wrestling. And dudes, Extreme Rules was last night. And dudes, I I haven't done an episode on this podcast for a while now, and I don't know why. I've been really trying to get back into it, but I just haven't had the time. I'm sorry. College football is on right now. So I really just paid attention to that and bust it with work. And I also have been trying to do another podcast. I know, I'm sorry, I'm doing another podcast for college football. Uh, go check that out. It's called Set Does College. Uh, if you guys are into sports and all that. But yes, dudes, uh, make sure to uh, uh, go check that out. And uh, for for the Indiana Hoosiers and the Tennessee Volunteers, those are the two teams I'm covering that, uh, that I'm covering. That's sure my favorite teams of all time. Uh, Indiana is number one as Tennessee is going to be number two. Indiana will always be my favorite. But, dudes, enough of that. None of that promotion stuff. Let's talk about Survivors. Survivors Series. Extreme Rules. Uh, Extreme Rules was a pretty darn good uh, pay-per-view. The match between Edge versus Finn Balor, phenomenal. That was a banger. Um uh, Sheamus and his gang versus the Imperium was a banger of a match. Um, what happened? Uh, uh, what else? Oh, uh, Bailey and uh, Bianca, banger. Uh, there's another match like Seth Rollins and uh, Matt Riddle, banger, dude. I mean, I didn't watch it. Of course, I'm at work. I can't really watch it, but I watched some highlights of them. I was like, dang, dog, this is kind of pretty good. I'm loving what Triple H is doing, guys. Triple H has been doing such a fantastic job on controlling this, uh, you know, this roster, man. Uh, Raw has been doing good. SmackDown's been doing good. Uh, pay-per-views are doing amazing. Uh, <clears throat> I'm really excited for what what's to come for WWE and the future. But, dudes, that's not why we're here for. I am here to talk about the return. And y'all already know. If y'all don't know who it is, click off it now. If you want to just want to know about me about it now, that. Ladies and gentlemen, is none other than the dark character, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Now, I don't know if it's the Fiend or just Bray Wyatt, um, but I'm just going to say Bray Wyatt has returned to WWE. Triple H, you son of a gun, you have been hitting it's been a banger after a banger after a banger after a banger. Dang it. Now I'm sounding like Seamus. Banger after banger after banger. Like, sorry. But God dang it, Triple H. I'm loving what you're doing. You're doing an amazing job. And you're definitely bringing in what the fans want and what the fans need. And I'm very happy right now. Bray Wyatt was just a rah, pit, top of the top of the chart just the icing on the cake but dude that was an amazing way to make him return um i don't know if it's going to be bray Wyatt. i don't know if it's going to be the fiend though 
Um, I hope they do at least, you know what I'm saying? I want Bray Wyatt as the Fiend. I, I, there, there's speculations that uh, the Fiend is not going to be Bray Wyatt. Um, is that it's it's someone else? It's not gonna be him. That's gonna be in that character. He's gonna be in a different like his own like some type of different character. Uh, I, I, it's probably just gonna be like the regular Bray Wyatt thing, uh, like they did when he just debuted in w, in WWE. Um, I don't know. I, I'm happy just because he's back. I'm not trying to you know say like oh I I'm not gonna watch uh uh SmackDown or Raw if it's gonna be uh not the fiend or something. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad Bray Wyatt is back and I'm glad he's back in WWE. I'm glad he's wrestling again. Um, of course, like I, like everyone says, I hope triple H does not drop the ball. Like Vince McMahon did. And right now, man, he is holding on to that ball very tightly and he is holding on for, for a good reason. I mean, he's really turned WWE around. Uh, of course, a lot of AEW stands, they love to say, oh, well, y'all expect WWE to change just like that. I mean, it has. I mean, people are showing up more. People are uh, having fun. Basically, it feels like everyone's out there just to have, you know, do their own thing. Don't have to riff off a script or something. And of course, people, and of course, yeah, you have to go off of, off of a script because, well, that's why they call it sports entertainment yeah there's going to be some times where y'all need to not be on that script all the time but i mean that's that's wrestling for you i mean what do you expect i mean y'all expect so much out of wwe like oh i, I think aw so much better it's like no i mean not, it was uh when it started but uh <laughs> WWE, man, they're doing an amazing job right now. I think they definitely are going to succeed coming in the next few years. Uh, there's some things I want to talk about it. There was a couple of speculations of who was the characters for the Firefly Funhouse. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. If my phone will work... Um, I think that... A lot of people want to say, oh, uh, the Fiend character is Bray Wyatt, and, oh, god dang it, stop messing up. Okay, uh, let me go back here. If I can find the post, I'll show, I'll tell you guys. So, like, right here, uh, there's also a rumor, sorry, I'm going off script. Apparently, there's a rumor that Bo Dallas might be returning to WWE. And to be honest, I wouldn't be shocked. There is a rumor about that. And I I mean, I, w- I, I, wouldn't, mind, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, Bo Dallas was a great great guy. Uh, he just needed some work. And, I mean, he looks good. Uh, I think he could definitely be good with his brother, uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, also, another thing. Seth Rollins and Liv Morgan have blacked out their Twitter pages. That is crazy, though. I mean, there's speculations that these two might be in the uh, the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's a crazy uh, rumor. Uh, I can see Seth. I guess he's more of a darker character that I can see. Uh, Liv. I mean, I can see it, but not as Sister Abigail. Uh, maybe Abby the Witch, but definitely not Sister Abigail. Uh, Sister Abigail definitely goes to 
Alexa Bliss, which I hope she does return as the Okager, which, again, Alexa Bliss went on Twitter after that whole return saying, welcome back, old friend. And that kind of sets up that Alexa Bliss might be coming back as Sister Abigail. Um, and for uh, for Abby the Witch, it could be Liv Morgan. Um, I wouldn't mind it. So, yeah, so like right here, uh, the pig, uh, people are saying it's Joe Gacy. Uh, could be Joe Gacy. Uh, the Abby the Witch uh, could be Liv Morgan. Uh, the guy that played as the fiend back here could have been Dexter Loomis, and the uh, uh, the guy that played the uh, the buzzard uh, is Grayson Waller, and the guy that played the bunny is Bo Dallas. Now, a lot of people would say Dexter might be Bo, might be the bunny, and the bun, and then the fiend could be Bo Dallas. Uh, it could go either way with those two. Um, I don't really have a problem with Joe Gracie being the pig and Grayson Waller being the, you know, the buzzard. Uh, Liv Morgan, I mean, that does fit as long as Alexa Bliss is still in the group because I'm sorry. Like, there's no way that you're telling me. Like, one, two, six. Like, uh, because, like, how would that make sense though? Like I want people to understand that that truly to me would not make any sense if Liv Morgan would only be here because Alexa Bliss started. She was the one that, you know saying? Like, and then all of a sudden they changed script uh, saying, Oh, Liv Morgan needs to be this now. Uh, no, uh, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, and also another thing with the whole, uh, the witch. Uh, Abby the witch. Sorry. Yeah, Abby the witch. I kind of forgot her name. Uh, she has, while she was standing there, had a couple of women's championships placed behind her. Fans are taking as a clue about the identity of the woman behind Abby. Uh, possibly a former women's champion. Now, there was two belts there. Now, who was the first woman to ever hold the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship? You guessed correctly, Alexa Bliss. And that is why I'm hardly saying it is Alexa Bliss. And if it's not, I, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm really going to be disappointed. Because if you leave out Alexa Bliss in this story, I, I, you, I you're not going to lose me. I'm going to watch WWE either way because Bray Wyatt is back. And that he's going to be in another faction. I think that's a great idea. Because I feel like he's do, he does great in a faction. And with this scary gimmick, I really love I love it. This every day getting to watch Bray Wyatt again. And it's like creepy. creepy. It's, a, it's creepy gimmicks. It, it gets me hyped for the next uh, show or pay-per-view. Because you never know. It's like a whole story. It is like a whole story. That we all know and love. Like, I I don't know, man. It's crazy. And another thing, uh, I just I hope that they don't take away the whole fiend character away from Bray Wyatt. Because I feel like uh this whole mask right here, I this there's a perfect uh, example where how this mask looks. Um, this mask that he wore coming out, I, I it looks good. It looks good. But I, I just, 
I, I want him in the Fiend mask. I, uh, the Fiend was my absolute favorite, man. I hated that they released him. But the only thing, reason why they released him, again, is people don't understand is that at the exact same time is when Luke Harper passed away, or Brody Lee, sorry. Brody Lee passed away, or whatever you want to call him. In our WWE, we call him Luke Harper. I want to say Luke Harper. Luke Harper passed away at the exact same time uh, Bray Wyatt asked to be, you know, st- can be stepped away for a little while. And, and to be honest, I think that was a good idea for them to release him, for him to, you know, fully get back to where he was. He was depressed. He was upset. And, yeah, I mean, I understand, man. Uh, a lot of people did not understand that Bray Wyatt was going through a hard time in his life. Um he, 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 Bray, Luke Harper was his best friend. He loved Luke Harper. It was it was basically like his family. He was basically his family, and he lost him. And, and it's a sad day for him. It, it really was a sad day for that guy, for Bray Wyatt. And of course, people kept pushing the narrative of oh, I'm blaming WWE because oh, they took away Bray Wyatt and they treated him like crap. No, they didn't. They gave him an option, and Bray Wyatt said, "I want to leave." So he took a leave. And he finally has came back and hopefully he is better and hopefully he is healed and hopefully he's doing better. You know, I'm saying the same words, but that's what I'm just trying to say, man. Um, people don't understand. They want to blame WWE so bad for what um, Bray Wyatt wanted to do. And WWE gave him the notice like, hey. Whenever you're ready, come back. We'll, we're open arms. And luckily, uh, he came back. I'm so glad. WWE, good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm not trying to... And I, a lot of people will say, oh, you're just trying to defend WWE because you lo- love WWE. I'm not trying to, like... I'm, I'm not the type of guy that will literally be biased about everything. As I say on my other podcast, I can seriously say, oh, uh, Tennessee is going to beat Alabama and Georgia at the same time. I can say that, but will it happen? We don't know. But, like Bray Wyatt, did I think he would ever come back? No. I mean, there was a possibility, but did I really think it was going to happen? No. I mean, the guy's going through a lot, man. He's going through a lot of depression. That crap ain't easy to handle. That crap, it, it sucks to battle depression. But I'm so glad he's back. I'm so glad he's uh feeling better i'm glad i'm guessing he's feeling better uh i am gonna enjoy what they're gonna do with him i hope they do better hope they do good with him but i hope that we get to see the fiend again in him and at the actual bray white in the bray white in the the fiend character because right now it looks like they're just trying to make another character for him and it's like a quote unquote darker maybe or they're trying to go for like an older version of like the older version of Bray Wyatt because after I'm uh, they said I I'm here or I don't know what he said I believe someone said he said I'm here after before he blew out the lantern but I don't think it was I'm we're here I'm here I think it was like, let me, I thought he said, let me in because that looked like he said, let me in. And that's the story of the fiend. So it's like, I mean, 
You got me. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, say like, oh, I'm, I'm done with WWE because they're not making the feed. They're just going to be a regular Bray Wyatt. No, man, I'm excited for him. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad he's back. Uh, good for him. I'm so, it is so nice to see that mask again. Oh, gosh, it was so nice to actually see it again and all that. But, yeah. But, hey. I'm, but, hey, good for him. I'm glad. Uh, I think WWE is going to do good with this, with him. I really think so. Uh, uh, like apparently across WWE officials and social media platforms, Bray Wyatt's return so far in under 12 hours has obtained a rough estimate of over seven, seven million. Seven 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 million seven hundred thirty thousand views this far. Like over seven million people have views, or seven thousand. I can't. That's millions, right? Yeah, uh, seven million plus views this far. That's how many people love Bray Wyatt, bro. That's how many people love Bray Wyatt and his character. Like, I'm telling you, man, you cannot sit there and tell me that Bray Wyatt is not one of the goats. It, it It's crazy to me to think that people don't think this, man. He is one of the goats. I... It really, right now, WWE is skyrocketing. They are doing so good. I love what Triple H is doing with WWE. Uh, hold on, let me pull up some stuff here. Um, so right now, with WWE's returns we had this year, someone said this, we have Cody, of this year, 2022, we've had Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes D- Dakota Kai, Bailey, Eosky, Karrion Cross, Dexter Loomis, Johnny Gargano, Braun Strowman, Candice LeRae, L.A. Knight, and Bray Wyatt. And that is all of this year. And we still have... Uh, we have November and December. That, like... There's been so many returns this year. It's been nuts. And, of course, people are... Of course, AEW stands are... Oh, look at you guys get all these people because, oh, uh, you guys are going to, uh, you guys are WCW, you guys are WCW, oh, look at you guys. I was like, bro, we've said this about you guys. You guys have signed more people out of nowhere, and y'all are falling apart. Like, how y'all say we fall apart? Like, shut up. <laughs> but um, there's also another thing someone talked about, and this guy, I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to do anything. It was on Facebook, and he said, on WWE's post, he said, Demonic symbolism? Why? What does this have to do with wrestling? WWE is going in a direction that I'm not willing to fall, to take. I'll stay a little longer, but if they don't come around and fly it right, I'll be looking f- for my entertainment elsewhere. This guy put back, there's been a guy who was the originator of this kind of thing for the past 30 years, and this is where you draw the line, and what he's talking about is The Undertaker. For 30 years, this man has 
as torture WWE fans and all them with demonic crap. Heck, they probably didn't even know what the Attitude Era was. I mean, this kid probably doesn't even know what the Attitude Era is. Like, bro, if this is what, if this right here, Bray Wyatt and all this stuff that is what you say that is a demonic stuff, and this is what makes you stop watching WWE, buddy, you have never seen flipping The Undertaker taking Teddy Long in a dang limo and saying, buckle up, Teddy, and torturing this man for a whole week where he basically tortured him enough to say, hey, uh, The Undertaker's going to face you for the world championship, and uh, good luck. Basically, this man tortured. He literally made Randy Orton and his father go nuts as he literally possessed, well, pos- you know, possessed an announcer, made a car move by itself, and it possessed a, an announcer to talk to Randy. Yeah, this man literally started crucifying people on a on a symbol, his his wrestling symbol. Yes, and would start burning it. He started doing. He was the war, ones that was famous for putting people in caskets in a casket match. He even did the buried alive match, bro. And this is what stops you from WWE. Yeah, no, you're just a troll that thinks that it's so funny to be the guy that says this. Bray Wyatt is one of the most most creepiest character as well as The Undertaker. And, and even Kane as well. Like, y'all definitely have never watched... That person has never, ever even touched the whole... Uh, uh, attitude era man he has never watched it and he, apparently in the comments he kept yelling like oh, yeah, I watched attitude era but this is way worse now like buddy yeah it could be but you've never seen an undertaker you've never seen the undertaker the undertaker match you've never seen any of the undertaker's matches back then you've never ever seen the storylines you've never seen it like you're just a wannabe guy that wants to play like that I'm sorry bro you're done like I'm sorry you're just another one that tries to be a troll um. Yeah, yeah. Like the like I was saying, he tried to marry Stephanie in a demonic way, bro. I like that is just crazy that he would say this. Like that is just ridiculously stupid. Like there ain't no way you're being serious. Like, um, like y'all should have heard the pop. When Bray Wyatt returned, dude. Oh my gosh, it was so loud. And it's been the best return pop in 2022 of all time. It, it, it literally has been in history. I mean, to be honest, that was huge. Like, dude, every word out of the mouths of those fans, you can literally hear every single detail. Um, I'm about to play the video. So, I don't know if you got price strike, but uh, let's just play it. This job getting in there. Daniel Cormier, thank you for being here tonight as part of the fight pit. Riddle with the victory on what has been an unbelievable extreme rules here in Philly. Thanks to a 16,000 strong and everybody watching at home. Are we still on the air? We're in the air, guys. 
And as I said, you can hear every single word. They, you can literally hear everything they said. Holy, holy, dude, that's what I'm saying. That's how much we love Bray Wyatt. And I'm so glad he's back. Oh, my gosh, you've heard every word. You you could not hear anything when you heard that fiend. When you saw that fiend uh, person come out, oh, my God. Dude, everybody went ballistic. It was amazing. I'm glad y'all got to hear that. And oh my gosh, dude. Uh, but I'm going to wrap up this episode, guys. I wanted to end, end it off like that. But yes, dudes. Uh, if you guys do enjoy this episode, hit that like button. Uh, make sure to rate me five stars. And if, if you guys enjoy this commentary, make sure to rate, rate, rate me five stars. Put, put me on your favorites. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.